Welcome to The Pulse Headline News. Thank you all for joining us all around the world. Let's start off with some music today, then we'll get rolling into the show. Enjoy, everybody. Let's do this. Bienvenido a las noticias de titulares de Pulso. Gracias por ser parte de la familia Pulso. Sees everything you ever wanted in one moment. Did you capture it? Just let it slip. Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface, he looks calm and ready to drop palms. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. The clock's run out. Time's up. Over. Loud. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Choke. He's so mad, but he won't give up daddies. He knows. He won't have it. He knows. His whole back's at these ropes. It don't matter. He's dope. He knows that, but he's broke. He's so stagnant. He knows when he goes back to this mobile home, that's when it's Back to the lab again, yo. This old rhapsody better go capture this moment and hope it don't you better lose his mouth in the music. The moment you own it, you better never let it go. You only get one shot, do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better lose his mouth in the music. The moment you own it, you better never let it go. You only get one shot, do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better souls escaping. This hole that is gaping. This world is mine for the taking. Make me king as we move toward a new world order. A normal life is boring, but superstardom's close to postmortem. It only grows harder, homie grows hotter. He blows, it's all over. These fools is all on him. Coast to coast shows, he's known as the globe trotter. Lonely roads, God only knows he's grown farther from home. He's no father. He goes home and barely knows his own daughter. Behold your nose, cause here goes the cold water. He's Don't want him no more, he's cold product They moved on to the next mode who flows He knows dove and sold not a So the soul proper is told it unfolds I suppose it's old partner But the beat goes on that it up that um in the music the moment you own it You better never let it go You only get one shot Do not miss your chance to blow This opportunity comes once in a lifetime You better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it You better never let it go One shot, do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. No more games, I'ma change what you call rage. Tear this motherfucker roof off like two dogs cage. I was playing in the beginning, the mood all changed. I've been chewed up and spit out and booed off stage. But I kept priming and step right in the next cipher. Best believe somebody's paying the pod piper. All the pain inside amplified by the fact that I can't get by with my nine to five and I can't provide the right 
so hard and it's getting even harder trying to feed and water my seed plus see this hard caught it between being a father and a prima donna baby mama drama screaming on a too much for me to want to stay in one spot another damn monotony's gotten me to the point i'm like a snail i've got to formulate a plot or end up in jail or shot success is my only mother option failure's not mama love you but this trail has got to go i cannot grow old in salem's lot so here i go it's my shot feet fail me not this may be the only opportunity that i got you better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it you better never let it go you only get one shot do not miss your chance to blow this opportunity comes once in a lifetime you better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it you better never let it go I don't know whether you know it or not, but I have a new hobby. I am collecting stories that I can actually prove are told among the Russian people. They make them up themselves, they tell them between themselves, reveals they've got a great sense of humor, and they've also got a little cynical attitude about things in their country. And uh, one of these stories, the one I'm going to tell you, I told to General Secretary Gorbachev, and he laughed. <laughs> The story was an American and a Russian arguing about their two countries. And the American said, look, in my country, I can walk into the Oval Office. I can pound the president's desk and say, Mr. President, I don't like the way you're running our country. And the Russian said, I can do that. The American said, you can? He says, yes. I can go into the Kremlin to the general secretary's office, pound his desk and say, Mr. General Secretary, I don't like the way President Reagan's running his country. <laughs> I've been living in New York about six years now, and when I first moved there, I had a huge fear I was gonna get mugged, constantly. Like every time I left the house, I was like, here it comes. Someone's gonna take everything. I got over my fear because I learned a trick, and now I use this trick all the time. Whenever I think someone might try to beat me up or mug me, I fake a Russian accent. You're welcome. It's genius. I'll be walking home late at night. Two dangerous looking thugs walk up to me like, yo, man, you know a neighborhood you're in? You think this bad neighborhood? <laughs> Russians are the scariest white people. They've earned it. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to The Pulse Headline News. Today's January. January. Why the hell am I stuck in January? Today's June 27, 23. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the show. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, Scott, how you doing this morning, man? I'm doing all right. All right. 
listen to you you sound spunky this morning i'm i'm not and you have an echo i have an echo Mm -hmm. seriously let me take a look at something here Uh, you got me blasting really i think it's better now hello hello better okay good uh mix minus You, you, you know what that is um yeah oops (laughs) oops <laughs> wow yeah hey caps how you doing uh let's welcome everybody to the room uh we got caps in here gp man we got eric the Podfather. we got tex gal donna shane the bald guy redneck ramblers in here as well uh i just put the invites out by the way as well uh i'm running a little Ooh. slow this morning i don't know uh <laughs> So you feeling all right today? Uh, um, I'm I'm tall. I'm all right. I I still have to do a little bit of work after this show. So do you? Ah, okay. We'll wait well, for that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, hey, Bart, welcome. Uh, uh, I just uh, we're gonna make it through today. Let's just make it through the day. What do you think? I know we got a lot of news to catch up on, uh, <laughs> Bart. Look at guess what day it is? <laughs> it's June twenty seventh, <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> it is National Sunglasses Day. What do you think of that? Yeah, are you still wearing your aviators, Scott? You, you still got aviators hanging on? You know, you're like the that administrative assistant that really doesn't do anything at your employer that (laughs) likes to send out emails that no one really cares about that no one gives a rat's ass (laughs) like like welcome welcome today's national sunglasses day and there's there's pumpernickel bagels in the break room (laughs) come on man i'm better than that no you're not actually Oh man, come on, man! No. What, no. what do you think about ba- national ice it's, cream? It's it's almost it's almost as basic bullshit as you opening the show with fucking angry white boy music. <laughs> I did that just for you. <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> PGS hat. <laughs> I did. I did that just for you, man. Uh, yeah, it's National Ice Cream Cake Day. You like ice cream cakes? I know you do. No, not really. You don't? Oh. No. I think no. I've only had two of them in my lifetime, so I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Great. It's nice that we're discussing it then. <laughs> it's better than National Orange Blossom Day <laughs> or International Pineapple Day. <laughs> it's just for you, man. <laughs> All right. We can get to the show. Is that what you want to do? Is that what we're here for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone get Scott an ice cream cake. He seems testy. <laughs> Who was uh, uh, Baskin Robbins, right? They were the famous guys for ice cream cakes. Um, yeah, I think I've had like two in my lifetime. Wow. You are, you are having a good morning. You got coffee and a vape going <laughs> all at one time. Mm. It's meth, actually. It's meth, actually. Right. It's been right long. I just smoke meth all day. 
<laughs> Look at Caps. He's asking how you in your period today. <laughs> I got nothing, man. I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> oh, uh, did you, Eric, can you do me a favor and do a fact check on that for me? <laughs> You're such a peach this morning. All right. What do you say we get into the news then? Uh, you ready to do it? Yeah, I guess we'll start with some of the stuff that's been brewing over in the Eurozone. The Eurozone? <laughs> so we, we covered last time how Switzerland likes to vote itself into confinement. That's right. basically the story yeah. that we got. And then we had their interior health and minister of Switzerland uh, threw in the towel and announced his resignation. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, a little side note here. Um, he was pretty big in the uh, WEF world. Really? Yeah, the the WEF or whatever you want to call the it. The WEF, the flute. The flute. The flute. Yeah. Um. The flute. Oh yeah. 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 Now you getting me? You getting me? The flute lady. I thought yeah. I thought that was a sexual comment or something. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, after this guy, like, like literally has, you know, turned every citizen of Switzerland into a creature, right? Um, he decides to leave. No one really knows the reason why, um, except that maybe he knows that in the future he will not be popular. So, um, <laughs> do you think so maybe he's just, just doing a pre, he's you know, prepping, pre exit, we'll call it pre exit. Early exit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, let's let's do a clip. Let's let's also just keep in the Eurozone and I'll, I'll send you a clip here. Okay. Uh oh, we got bank stuff. Okay. Let's do it. All right, here goes that clip. You got a headline for it or you just want to throw it out? Yeah, bank Bank of England raises uh interest rates by 0.5% to five percent, ten times. Highest mm. level in 15 years. Okay. Let's go ahead uh, uh, yep. Here we go. Lizzie, were you shocked by this 50 basis point move? I was. Markets will be, and economists too. I was speaking to economists just before this decision. One of them said that if they went for 50, it would reek of panic. Uh, but they've done it nonetheless. You've got two dissenters in Swati Dingra and Silvana Tenreiro, and it's a shock even that they're not holding, uh, that they are hiking anyway, when they have been repeatedly emphasising the lag in monetary transmission. Um, as you say, it follows uh, the other central bank this morning. They're really trying to get a grip of inflation after that fourth inflation surprise yesterday and the tight labour market too. The risk becomes about recession. Now, Bloomberg Economics research showed that if rates get to 6%, you could see a recession here in the UK. Uh, it's difficult for the Prime Minister Rishi Sunak when his number one priority is fighting inflation. But if it takes a recession to, uh, to do that, one of his other priorities is growing the economy. Can he hit both of them? looks more doubtful. But of course, this is more pressure for mortgage borrowers. So it ramps up the pressure on the Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, to do more to help people who are going to face even higher risk of um, of repossessions now. But he doesn't want to go against the Bank of England. Wow, there you go, Scott. Uh, Lizzie, that's actually Lizzie, were you surprised Lizzie. to see how little and chubby my penis was? 
<laughs> hey, cops, you sausage. <laughs> well, that's going to turn some stuff over. Uh, you know, um, we've been seeing it. I mean, they, they've been jacking with us so bad that, uh, I don't know. I guess it's yeah, just we, gonna... we've gone, we've gone just a uh, dormant, you know, we've just like yeah. st- stayed yeah. right. Like, so, yeah. um, yeah. we're still bad. Yeah. We're just, we're just stuck. We're just right? stuck. Well, uh, yeah. I, I think we got a commenter here. Well, uh, that... Pills, can I interject for two seconds? Hello, Pulse. Hello, Scott. Hello there. All they're doing is doing what they ever, always do. They're just keeping heads above water. That's all it is. And they're doing it everywhere. They're not just doing it in England. They're doing it everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I had to get Caps' comments on it because, uh, you know, he's Caps. Oh, we thank love Caps. You. I appreciate you love that. Caps. You know. Hello. Uh, Hello. (laughs) Did you notice Scott put out the sausage comment right off the bat? It It just shows that my my you know experience and movements with you just is playing right into your head. So I'm living rent free in your head, you know. You're living rent free. (laughs) I doubt that. All right. Thank you for uh, those comments, Caps. Uh, Scott, go ahead. Let's roll with it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as as that trend continues, uh, Turkey's central bank raises interest rates by 6.5% to 15%. The, Turkey, the Turkish lira drops 3% to the weakest on record. Mm. Starting to see it. The it's starting to starting to show up everywhere. Um, they're getting their grips on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you and I talked about this last week. Uh, we talked a lot about it about just watching what inflation's doing, watching how they're trying to crush things from above and make things just harder economically everywhere. And it's not just a you know, it's not just uh just here in the US. The trend is all over the world right now. And it's mm. interesting just to see you know that it's like it's a snowball effect. It is. It Can really I interject is. as well uh, again. The yeah, way the way ahead. I the way I see it is like you've had the covid and then that showed that they could control us to put us in our house and to only commute if you had to, to make sure major resources. So they passed on that a little bit, but you couldn't get everyone to take the jab. Then they're doing this with like, you're going to cutting jobs out, cutting like making you work more for you, for the same money because of inflation. You don't really get proper pay rises due to the excuse of COVID and all the borrowing it's it's literally like you just said a snowball effect and not only have they done it with your literal movement they're doing it with your money now and then before you know it we're going to be a cashless society and then they've got full control they're working towards it yeah Scott, look at japan got... look at japan sorry I'm, I'm sorry but look at japan they, they literally look at you if you cross the road in a wrong manner you get scored points and you get lower income due to it. It's literally ongoing if you look into it. But yeah, I'm going to show up. 
I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> Caps. <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. No, I, yeah, the Chinese have perfected That's their yeah. social credit score, you know? Yeah. Like, like yeah. they got a great model for all the other countries to follow now. Um <laughs> <laughs> as horrible as that is maybe that's why our buddy bill gates was over there well, you know you know one thing that is making it not be very successful is capitalism yeah so yeah there's that yeah. Um, right i mean no matter how you feel about capitalism sometimes it prevents uh the governments from doing what they want because they have to listen to where the money is Unfortunately, right. the side effect is that we have to listen to corporations, you know, try to yeah. push their shit. So exactly. Exactly. I, I know. I agree with you. All right, Scott, uh, go ahead. Let's move on. So another story uh, that's going around in Europe is this proposed housing act will allow uh, municipalities in the Netherlands to force homeowners to sell certain homes only to people with a lower or middle income. Really? Yeah. So they're controlling. So, they're, they're and and I've, I've heard this, not this way where yeah. this is an act, right. That will okay. like blanket a country, but yeah. there are, there's places like, um, like in New York city, like there's like, like penthouses that, they used for homeless shelters. Really? Right. And that is forced by the city of New York. Huh? So, um, so it's like this idea is not anything fresh or new, but, um, this is something that I suspect that we're going to hear more of until somebody finally gets it in their head that it's probably not the best thing to do. So is this a section eight thing? That that is over in New York City. No, 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 because yeah. no, because Section Eight works. Say if I own a shitty ass apartment building and yeah. I can't get normal people to rent in it anyway, yeah, I can go to the county and get a Section Eight. Basically, it's like a permit for my apartment, and the the county, like you know the the economic the economic office or administration for that area is going yeah. to give me some sort of guarantees that the people uh, there are, are somewhat being taken care of. So section eight is a completely different thing than mm. just saying, Oh, only poor people can live here. It's not like yeah. the government just goes and says you're section eight now. No, people actually right. apply for it because they have Places that most people money, don't right? want to live. Yeah, it's a guarantee of money. They're going to get a little uh, stipend on the end, and they're going to get the small amount of rent that the the person's going to pay. And, and a lot of times they're paying basically nothing. They're paying like twenty percent or twenty five percent of the rent. So, right. It's like eight fifty uh, or something like that, if I remember correctly. Someone talked. Well, to it just matters what where it is. You know, you, a Section Eight studio apartment could be like two hundred bucks a month. Wow. Okay. So interesting. Crazy. Welcome to the show. Uh no, that that actually uh wow, I had no idea about that that uh that's happening up in New York as well. Amber May, welcome to the show. Uh good crazy says it's lunchtime. I wonder what we're getting for lunch, Scott. 
You, th- you think we're getting something good? I know if Crazy's doing it, we're going to get a good lunch. We're going to have to stop by there and go and uh, chow down. What do you think? Sure. Why not? <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. What else you got going there? So we always have these fantastic people who are involved with uh, the WEF. So uh, WEF Young Global Leader, Dr. Vanessa Carey, um, becomes the first ever WHO Director, General Special Convoy for Climate Change and Health. Vanessa's father, John Carey, serves as Biden's climate czar. Uh The czar. There's the czar word. Rick Iris. And unfortunately... She yeah. looks a lot like him. She's got that Frankenstein thing going on. No. That yeah, that that domineering forehead and sunken in <laughs> eyes. Just like her father. All right, Caps. Yeah. Uh the one you could show a movie on. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean right there. Oh wow. Okay uh that's interesting and and uh calling themselves a czar again the the word czar is coming out again interesting no no that was already that's john Kerry. he's been the climate uh, czar right the czar the whole time yeah oh man what a bunch of crap all righty uh let's move okay. on what else you got yeah i'll kind of we'll kind of give a let's let's do a little bit of catch up on biden here um okay so this came out um you'll you'll have to play it but what i'm going to do there's no words for this one but so biden as he's standing beside uh india's pm modi yeah in the united states slowly lowers his hand from his heart after realizing they're playing the indian national anthem so I'll, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and play this. And it's just kind of funny. Like, it's just like you see it come over, like it washes over his face. Okay. Like, Wrong song. <laughs> That's classic. He looks confused. Wow. <laughs> Talk about a slow draw right there. It just <laughs> it's a confused light look on his face is uh, <laughs> what <laughs> Scott, man. You know how to make me smile in the morning, don't you? Uh go ahead with it. <laughs> well, there's been and we're gonna get more into this as we go, but yeah. So as they were the deadline hit for the classified COVID stuff to come out. Right. Well, it didn't come out and, and eventually it did. Yeah. Um, and we'll kind of get into it eventually, I guess, coming out anyway. But, um, I thought what, what I, I, you know, the thing is, is they've actually confirmed that biden was slow rolling um so he has been accused of delaying 
the release of the classified U.S. intel on the origins of COVID as the deadline passed. Right. So um, it has been released. We'll kind of get a little bit more into that. There, there's a lot of people. So I, I here's what I'll tell you. Okay. I read a lot of uh, summaries of people who read the whole thing, right? Right. And a lot you you have you have the people who are this camp and people who are in that camp, but the most logical people seem to say that it does say kind of both. Okay. So it says uh, half of it's like we have no idea, and then the other half is it's a good chance that it was leaked out of a lab in China, Wuhan. Yeah. Right. So they're just going to, I don't know. I'm wondering how this thing's going to come out once it does, if they're going to, you know, it's going to be scripted, you know, and I know it. Well, it did, it did come out. That's what I'm telling you. That's, that's how it read. Yeah. It came out scripted. That's, that's a, and that's not a theory. That's just pretty much how they're, looking at it like it just came out scripted they didn't want to i didn't i didn't actually look at it myself did you actually look at the documents themselves to see if they were blacked out and this and that how much was no, off? they of weren't they weren't they it was were. a full report see that tells me i don't know that tells me that if there's something not marked out on it i don't know maybe there's some indecision in there okay well, no, a lot of a lot of people say it pretty much covers every theory and conspiracy that we've had. Yeah. Uh, doesn't deny them. And also doesn't dismiss them. Right. Just as we you and I talked about that, that that's the way it was going to come out. We kind of figured that, you know. Well, I mean, that's better than <clears throat> that's better than the alternative, though. Right. Right. Uh, well, well, yeah, America was involved. We we funded it. So yeah, we did. Uh, we're, we're the one who pushed for the development of of COVID. So right. Um, so the guy that I just posted in the chat. Okay. He is the owner of a Hollywood sex club, and he has been banned from his own hollywood sex club and he has come out about it the reason he was banned is because he had personally named hunter biden as a former member of his club oh wow and the name of his club is called the free love private playground yeah yeah it's kind of creepy (laughs) so cool um, and it is used by numerous actors, rock stars, and millionaires. Mm. So I was going to see if I could find any more information on it, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, there actually isn't. Um, so who reported this Yeah, is uh, the Los Angeles Times. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Bart. So, um, uh, da- his name is Damon Law- Lawner. Okay. And he created the club after seeing the movie Eyes Wide Shut and decided that he wanted to create a business where he could have secretive orgies in Hollywood. Mm. His, uh, 
He's got a huge guest list, obviously. He, uh, his membership fee, it's $75,000 a year. Okay. To be part of his, his little crew. Interesting. Um, hey, Doc, welcome. You know, he's, uh, they don't really talk about anybody else. Yeah. That's involved in this. Yeah. But it's kind of crazy that that's all it took for, is a like, how do you get kicked out of something you started? Um, well, you start talking about the president's son, obviously that works. Right. Right. Um, so amazing things happen when, when you bring up Hunter Biden, it's a, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Speaking of things, club. speaking of, uh, things that, um, are, you know, not very suitable of going deep. Yeah. Um, maybe we should talk about the sub a little bit. I think so. Since, uh, since we've we'll been get, waiting, we'll get caught up on that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and, uh, go ahead and roll with it. Let's do it. So I've got, I've got two major stories that broke that they're basically the same story, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so the first news that really broke that was like substantial is when they found the debris field, right? That, that, at that point you knew it was over, right? Right. Yeah. Boom. It's over. Right. That's it. So Titan sub, uh, search finds debris field near the Titanic. Right. Right. So that that's, that's kind of how we all went. Oh, okay. So this, this crap is over at this point. Right. Here, I was going to see Mike. Welcome to the show. Throw you guys a little picture of this wiener mobile. Okay. I can't really here. I'll just do it kind of like that. So it's only could do squares Square. like squares. <laughs> it's just uh, weird like when you look at this thing you kind of like start looking at the the, the vessel itself and you're like mm, okay okay yeah yeah i get it i'm just not that impressed with it i guess no no so after after, after we found out the it, news, so really, so of, cor of really. course like the media was going nuts right and right. then they said, we found the debris field and everyone went, and then all the news has disappeared. Right. Well, here's where the news story that I saw, I was just like, okay, now that's the story. So time to dig in. Okay. Right. right. And that's so, why we haven't done anything with it because there was, uh, there was so much crap out there still floating around in the mainstream that we wanted to make sure that we had uh, all the ducks in a well, row. Well, I mean, it was, uh, it was, right. a, it was a, a media bubble. sensation. So, right, right. you know, yeah. you, you get these types of, uh, here, I'm going to do a little, we'll do a little, we'll do a little pick of the people that were on it. Okay. For everybody in the chat. Um, so there was a new story about the investigation. There was also new stories about how this thing was prepped for safety. Um, right. and what ba basically like what, um, wh how did this work? How was this whole project planned out? Yeah. Well, come to find out they knew within hours that the submarine itself yeah. was no longer a solid. Right. Right. And the way they did that was 
through, uh, I'm not thinking of the right word, sonic, sonar. right? Correct. Sonar. Yeah, sonar. Yeah, so that they, were, they were doing it through sonar. So this whole thing, the way it worked is the sonar was to monitor it even on a successful, you know, you know, descent and ascend, right? Right. They're supposed Correct. to Thank monitor you, the, the whole thing. And that was just part of the safety and the project. So Titanic sub implosion was detected. And these, these systems. Right. Are monitored and, and basically not manufactured, but they're designed by the U S Navy. Mm, okay. Now, one of the reasons why they said that this didn't come out immediately that within hours that the submarine was no longer a submarine, that it had nothing to bounce off of anymore. Right. Right. You know, there's, there's no echo response, right? Right. There's no ping coming back. Right. Um, is because the system that they use mm -hmm. is top secret and they don't want to have to explain all the equipment and everything else. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it so was why they had the hours on, yeah. uh, we're going to last Sunday. Yeah. Right? No, not, well, not last Sunday, two weeks ago, Sunday. They knew that within hours that there was no longer a submarine, but they let the media go. Right. Right. Oh, we're looking for it. It got lost in the woods. You right. Know? Exactly. You know, they let the sham just run basically. Right. But everybody knew everybody at the company knew the U S government knew everybody knew everybody knew it yeah. no longer existed. Yeah. Uh, amazing how, it, how it's working on the mainstream media nowadays, isn't it? And that just, right. um, yeah, let's go for the ratings grab. That's basically the, the dog and pony show. Interesting mm -hmm. to find out. <laughs> I don't get right. it. Yeah. So all that wasted time and money thrown out there. You know, I mean, it just, it blows me away. Well, 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 did they like, let's put it this way. Is it possible that the search and rescue team was on a, mm, I don't know, a, a recovery a reconnaissance possibly mission uh uh like a learn a learn type a learning type uh exercise possibly. and not really on a rescue mission at all in the first place it's a good possibility it's a real right. good possibility i mean we'll probably never know anyway but we do know that they, I mean, you and I talked about it before we even started talking about what was going on, that they probably knew what happened. I mean, right. this thing goes off the grid. You know, it's a, I, I called an implosion right away saying that's what happened, you know? And the way that they ran it out there was just, I'm, I'm looking at the stories and you were too, because we were watching the real stuff in the background going, what a bunch of crap. No, I wasn't watching. 
I don't watch shit like that. Hey, I'm I, sorry. I, I, do, I just don't. I don't ever. I, I don't watching. ever turn on CNN. I don't turn no, on Fox. I wasn't, I, you know what I mean? I was watching to see what was kicking out there, the stuff that was pinging, and I knew it was garbage. I, I knew it. From, you knew it. You know, honestly, I heard this mostly from people. Everybody, like, you know, I went to work. Everybody was talking submarines. I was like, yeah, oh, really? That's that's what's on your mind, like, yeah. Oh yeah, you saying I, that? I, yeah, I need a cup of coffee and a, you know, I don't want to talk about submarines right now. Yeah. I want That's coffee and a Danish. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. There's straight up. Uh, there you go. All right, Scott. So, what else you got? I picked this uh, story that I saw. I believe this was Friday that this came out. It was a JP Morgan chase story. Yeah. Um, and since we kind of been following what they've been doing, this is a pretty big headline um, that I didn't hear anyone talk about. So JP Morgan mistakenly deleted 47 million records. What? <laughs> yeah. I haven't even seen that out there. All right. So, um, I don't know what the capita of bank accounts at JP Morgan is compared to like the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. But are like the U S right. We'll just say the U S so okay. there's like, you know, 300 some odd million people in the U S. Um, I would think, I can't imagine that they have 80 million. You think they have 80 million customers? I don't know how I many customers. Know. I was, I was, uh, yeah, I was actually the, trying to pull that up just right. to see. Okay. Like, yeah. I mean, they're always either number one or number two in the U S yeah, but still there's yeah. a lot of share. Right. And there's places right. that, you know, chase isn't right at all. Like right. there's entire states that Chase doesn't even, even operate. Yeah, Correct. and they're still able to be number one or number two all the time. I can't remember. I was in, uh, I was in, I'm thinking it was in Oregon when I was on the road trip, Scott. And I couldn't find any, I couldn't find any, any branches, but I, they had ATMs everywhere. Yeah, that's like, California's kind of like that. Yeah. There's a lot of JP Morgan ATMs. There's, I don't even know how many branches they even have there, mm, but they're like okay. non-existent. I, I, as far as I know, there was a, there was a point in time where the yeah. only ATMs in say the Los Angeles basin, Orange County area were yeah. all at Disneyland. Really? And that was it. That was it. So, which is kind of messed up because if you think about it, if you're a Californian, and you go to the park, all the ATMs are, are chase, but yeah. no one there has an account. Right. Right. So everyone's getting charged fees. What, what a, what a substantial you, freaking buy-in. Right. No, not, not ass to mouth, Sean. <laughs> ATM. <laughs> I knew that's where dude Sean was going. <laughs> uh it's it's funny you say that it's still the still uh listing of banks right now the largest banks in the u.s jp morgan's still on top number one 
B of A number two, number three is Citigroup, and number four is Wells Fargo. There's a, that's the current rankings right now. Yeah, and it, and out of that list, the 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 one that's a little impressive is B of A being up at number two, Wells right. Fargo falling down to number four. Correct. And uh, what was it called? City. Yeah, City's City. had a decline. City City at one time was just neck and neck with J.P. Morgan Chase as the number one bank in the United States. Correct. Yeah. So Bank of America is just kind of like, oh yeah, we're always here in the top three. Um, yeah. So that's kind of kind of interesting from them. But City used to be a little bit bigger than B of A. And Wells Fargo used to be number three at yeah. one point. So uh, I think with all the issues that, I mean, every bank's had their troubles over the last year. And I mean, even going back into last year, but Wells has had their, they've taken their hits as well. Yeah, um, they're taking their hits with 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 mortgage issues, with people's accounts. Um, correct. Yeah, you know they've had a lot. I mean they they pretty much accuse at one time. So this is not the case anymore. But they yeah. pretty much accuse Wells Fargo of uh, they just discriminate against people, right. and it's not what you think it is. It's not like racial discrimination. It's like, oh, you're a poor ass bitch. Okay, well let's take right. advantage of your dumbass. Yeah. Yeah, no, so, I get it. I, I, it, you know what the 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 list is gone. Just in the top ten, here's what's going to surprise you. Of course, J.P. Morgan on top, number two, B of A, number three, Citigroup, number four is Wells Fargo, who bumped back up was Golden uh, Goldman Sachs to number five. Yeah, uh, that's because of their small small ball projects. They've got. The savings, the, the, the savings accounts, great interest rates on their savings accounts. Fantastic. And Apple. I never thought about that pushing. They own the, they own the Apple credit card. Yeah. The garbage card. Um, I, I never even thought about that. Number six is Morgan Stanley. Here's another surpriser that popped up uh up into the top 10 is US Bank. I uh, that's I'm not I'm a, not super I, I'm not super surprised. I'm People not, I'm actually not like being customers of US Bank and I'm talking about on the account level. Really? So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm impressed it, with their cards with a couple of their cards. No, is, people you know. really like their their bank accounts um and yeah. Uh, U.S. Bank's kind of a funny, funny bank because they yeah. have a very large presence, at least in the technology realm, in Canada. Uh, and huh. they are more Central North American specific. Right. 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 So, so even like in Arizona, we have some presence of U.S. Bank, but not nearly as much as that northern central area like Minnesota, Wisconsin, and places like that. Yeah. So, um, another surprise that uh, probably would surprise you is PNC, number eight. That doesn't surprise me. It doesn't? No. It kind of surprised me. No, because uh, they're, even, they're even here now. Are they? Yeah. Interesting. Um, the one that dropped down into the toilet, believe it or not, uh, is Capital One, one of my favorites. 
Um, and I, I, I would say, I would say PNC also has a fantastic technology division. Uh, so, okay. I mean, a lot of all the big banks do, right? But PNC sort of fits into that large group. Like their technology division is um, as good as Bank of America, as good as J.P. Morgan Chase. Mm, okay. um, and they're a lot less known. Um, yeah. I would say some of the ones that are, what you've already mentioned that are not very good at that yeah. is, uh, actually now Wells Fargo isn't necessarily on top of the technology game. Um, no. they're they're They just have kind of relaxed. I'll call it that. Yeah. So, um, there was another one that you mentioned. Uh, what was the, the one you mentioned before us bank? U.S. Bank. Yeah, U- U.S. Bank used to be one of the top technology banks and is now not necessarily a player in that field anymore. Right, so. they've settled down. Yeah, they're sitting at uh, number seven. Uh, Charles Schwab is uh, who popped up on the number 10. Yeah, but you know, a lot of times when you're mixing these like Morgan Stanley's, Charles Schwab's into these other banks, a lot of people just like, ah, it doesn't really... It, it, it counts yeah. because it's accounts, right? <laughs> that is correct. But yeah. but at the same time, the people who are banking with those people are mostly people who are well, we'll say two thirds through their life at that yeah. point, right? They're yeah. going to be definitely 40 or over that bank yeah. with them. You know, otherwise no one really cares. And, and, you know, it's like, so older Americans, they have, and use those products from like Morgan Stanley and Charles Schwab. But right. most, most of us, that's not really an account. Right. And, yeah. and, and yeah. And when you talk about stuff like technology and services, they lack, but they're able to be more of on the account manager side where we're talking about actual people, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're probably more superior than all those other banks because they are very personalized. You get an account at Charles Schwab, you have a guy, right? You right. have your guy. You call up, you call up a, uh, you know, Mike, right? Yeah. And Mike is yeah. your yeah. dude. And he's like, and he's like, man, we should change this up because I've been seeing this pattern in the way, you know, your salary and this and that. We should change this pattern, get you more money, invest a little right. bit here, you know. So yeah. You're right, Shep. Um, I've actually changed my trend, which I've talked to you about, Scott. I started working with smaller banks. And I've noticed, I mean, I still have a have a Wells Fargo account. Um, I still have a Chase account. Do I use them much? No. Um, but I have trickled down to the smaller banks. Um, I use one here that's called FNBA, First National Bank of Alaska which is a great bank. Um, the other one is like Mac federal credit union here. Uh, Denali, which is showing up in Alaska or in Arizona now, right? Weren't you talking about that? A couple of our banks are showing up down there now. No, I don't know if it's, no, it's not that one. It's one of the ones that's in in Fairbanks. Oh, oh, um, God, I'm trying to remember now. Uh, and, and it's not the, pre- they don't have an Arizona presence. They have a California presence, big, big time. Yeah. They went to Washington, then Oregon and then California, you know, Rocky, welcome to the show. Good to see you, brother. Um, I was just trying to think of who the heck it was. And it has Alaska in the name. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Alaska Federal Credit Union. Yeah, that must be. It's probably that's, probably that's what them. It is. Right, right. And uh, they're starting to show a presence all over the place now. But I started spreading the wealth and, uh, you know, using using some of the smaller banks. And, and I really appreciate because I have that guy, like you just spoke about, you know, of the, the bigger banks, you know, the Schwab's, the this, the that. But I have a guy that I can call you know, and say, Hey, yeah, it's just the differences is, is those Morgan Stanley, they're, they're, they're going to, they're gearing you towards investment and they, they're going to be very schooled in the industry. So it's one of my complaints about people who go, Oh, just go get a, uh, you know, an account with a credit union. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad deal, but you got to remember that these people are essentially uneducated Right. Right. I, I hate to say it that way, but it's totally true. It is. You know, it is. you, you um, deal with people who work at credit unions are uneducated yeah. uh, to the banking system. Yeah. So they, they, they know things inside their bubble and they're great at knowing things inside their bubble. Actually, he just mentioned one that USAA, I could ar- argue. No, no, not USAA, but Navy federal Navy federal yeah. is, they're they're pretty hot as far as their system so right right fantastic yeah and the thing that we're seeing of the smaller banks is they're joining affiliates with larger banks so that you can use them you know all over the states well they've always had that with credit unions so they've always had the the credit union co-op so the co-op network so that's always been a thing and a lot of people don't know all the big banks are joined together by a network. Right. It's on your card. Go look at your debit card. It's uh, one of them is star because I've dealt with them. Right. The star system. So um, there's, if you're part of that network, your card works on the ATM. Doesn't mean that you're not going to be charged fees, but your card will work. That's the point. Yeah. So, all right well let's 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 move off of the the banking stuff so i can actually we do some more news is is woody in here yet yeah no no he's not in yet okay good Good. he did message me a little while ago but yeah i have some news about good old canada Uh, okay let's uh, let's hear it you gotta you gotta love canada right So Canadians will be blocked from accessing news articles on Facebook and Instagram after Trudeau's government has passed Bill C-18 last Thursday. So it's just on the on the social media it's the, site, Facebook? It's the, it's the biggest Facebook, Instagram censorship ever wow hey it is it is is literally government wow so so facebook could actually face fines um yeah the in news sharing in canada is parliament passes bill to compel payment so (laughs) interesting Wow. That's, that's funny when big government is starting to attack, uh, the Facebook garbage, you know, I, I think that's, uh, I don't know. Look at where Rocky's at, right? 
Rocky they shit canned. Which one was it? One of the medias there? Was it TikTok? TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. So you you don't get you don't get TikTok there. You can't get your torque on. <laughs> well, I think it went end of the year it's like totally gone. Like right, right now you can technically use it. Right. Um, but I think at the end of the year, I think yeah, I think uh Montana will no longer I it'll be the phone companies have to block downloading TikTok to the phones. Yeah. Correct. And if if you're if a phone company allows it, the phone company itself will be banned or like mm. fined. Actually it was fined. It will be fined. Fined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's probably not an easy fine either. I bet you it's probably pretty large, enough to eat into them pretty good. But that's how they did it. I just thought it was kind of interesting how they did it is they went to the phone companies and said, phone companies, we will fine you if people are able to download it on your platform, your network's platform. So I thought that was sort of interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I thought you'd, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a task. You're going to give me a task. Yeah. So I, I saw some rumbling about this. We didn't talk about this and, um, I just wanted to see where, where it's at. Um, uh, Siemens energy. Okay. Can you tell me what the stock price of it is? Yeah, I can, I can do that. Uh, let me pull it up here real quick. Just take me a second. Should I be scared? Well, it's kind of been riding at about, I think, $23. So I want okay. to see where it is today. Because um, it fell hard. Really? Why is it? Uh, did it fall or did they dump it? No, there's uh, yeah. The story is that Siemens Energy stock collapses after losing its loss-making wind turbine units. They need one billion to fix the technical faults that installed on the turbine components. Okay. Actually, I find that uh, I show it's up two bucks right now. Okay. Let yeah, me... from from what fourteen? Uh... It, what, th- this stock has been over twenty dollars, like forever. Like if yeah. you go look at the history, like yeah, if you uh, Shep, if you look at the history of the price, yeah. it's like always been in over twenty dollars. Like, like if you go back a month ago, right. And then you go back a year, two years, whatever, you're going to see that it's like, this was a huge fall to the company. Actually, I'm surprised it only took a $1 billion, um, you know, hit for it to go down that much. Right. But I guess it's because these wind turbines are being so hardly pushed that this is a, a huge fall. For the company. Mm. Yeah, it's uh open at sixteen. Yeah, Shep put got it out there. Yeah. Interesting. Uh that's that's a pretty good one right there. So <laughs> how about we do this? How about um I'll throw out a, a few more Biden updates or okay. White House updates and yeah. we'll go to break. Okay. When we come back 
we'll talk about we'll talk about the the big headlines that have been happening uh in Russia involving uh the Wagner group and everything that has been going on with that. Sounds good. Sounds good. After uh by the way, Scott, uh received a ton of messages on that show that we did of the breaking news of it all happening as it was happening. So uh yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to follow up on that. So all right, what do you got? Let's do it. So I've got another story that of course involves Mr. Hunter Biden. He has been in the news a hell of a lot. Um here, I'm going I'm to do a nice photo for everybody. There you go. <laughs> he got a crack pipe hanging out of his mouth. No, no it's actually okay. Um, so an IRS whistleblower uh-huh. says that Hunter Biden invoked Joe Biden to pressure a Chinese business partner and claimed Joe was in the room while he was making the deal. Mm. Plot thickens. Right. So there hasn't been any comment or comeback on this, right? Right. But I did find where Garland was asked in an interview or a press mm-hmm. conference, right? Yeah. Um, so I thought we could play that and then we can go to yeah. break after this. But um, Garland uh, so the, 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 the big quotes here were, um, he says, some have chosen to attack the integrity of the justice department. This constitutes yeah. an attack on an institution that is essential to American democracy. So a lot of that is leaning into the stuff that's going on with Donald Trump and saying that they're attacking political opponents. And then he furthermore in the same press conference denied the whistleblower allegations that the Justice Department interfered with the U.S. Attorney David uh, Vice's investigation into Hunter Biden. Mm. So you want to play that clip? I will, as soon as you send it to me. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's go ahead and play that Garland clip right now. Here we go. Mr. Attorney General, um, Republicans in Congress have flirted with the idea of holding the FBI director in contempt. Um, it's become a talking point on uh, the campaign trail, um, the alleged corruption in, in the FBI and other federal law enforcement agencies. Um, do the American people have cause to be concerned about the integrity of the components of this Justice Department? And, and what do you have to say about how they're acting? I certainly uh, understand that some have chosen to attack the integrity of the Justice Department as components and its employees by claiming that we do not treat like cases alike. Uh, This constitutes an attack on an institution that is essential to American democracy and essential to the safety of the American people. Nothing could be further from the truth. You've all heard me say many times that we make our cases based on the facts and the law. These are not just words. These are what we live by. They are the foundation of the way we make these decisions. The agents of the FBI, as well as the DEA, the ATF, our uh, deputy U.S. marshals, every day, often at great personal risk, protect the American people and secure its safety. Our cases are based on their work. 
I could not be more proud to work with them. Wow. Okay. I got uh, Scott. Go ahead. T- tell me your thinking of that. Uh, what he just had to say. Yeah, that he's he's just a piece of crap. Um, yeah. <laughs> like he <laughs> he can't. Dead. He he's like it's impossible for Garland, and you can't imagine this guy was actually nominated at one time to be a Supreme Court justice. Right. And he is, he just doesn't like, I don't care that, okay, he's a liberal or Democrat and he's going to lean a certain way, whatever. By the way he talks, by the way that he comprehends things, he's a close-minded old fool. Yes. Doesn't matter. You can be a Republican. We've got plenty of Republicans. We got people like, Mitch McConnell and all those types of people, just closed-minded old fools. Yes. And he is definitely just checking all the boxes as somebody who is just garbage. Yeah. So. Um, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's I mean, part, you, you can't, you, he, he yeah. couldn't like say something like, I understand people's concern and at the Department of Justice, we're doing the best for the American people. Right. Uh, how how freaking hard was that for me to say? Yeah, it wasn't. But uh, but rather he no, said, like, oh, um, you're attacking and this is a major injustice. This is an act of yeah. terrorism to 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 even e- even complain about my judgment. You know, yeah. like it's just like he's such an idiot. Um, yeah. Close minded, just an old fool. Um, yeah. yeah. So, no, so there you go. I'm with you on it. I, I yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right, Shep. How dare you, you jerk? How dare you attack the integrity of the Justice Department? Uh, even even Bart threw out there. So we only care if the cards fall one way. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it just it's crap. We're watching all this garbage, Scott, and it just it just blows my mind that uh, people just let it happen. I don't know. Like I said, uh, it starts with involvement. I had a show on it yesterday, Scott, by the way. I, I didn't get a chance to talk to you about that. Uh, just talking about the, you know, the low rankings of the 23% of, uh, of Americans in community involvement and starting from the bottom and working up. Well, we had the show the other night, too, the after-hours show. And, uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was definitely interesting. All righty. Uh, what do you say we take a quick uh, music break here so I can fill my coffee? Does that work for you? I got some Barry Manilow for you. I'm yeah, whatever. Mm, whatever. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us here uh, at the Pulse Headline News. Today's Tuesday, June 27th. And uh, we're playing a little catch up on some news here. Uh, Bart, I can do that. I, I can. Uh, we need to do the thing. We need to do the thing. And uh, we're going to we're actually going to be adding a new thing. I know I've said it before, but uh, we're going to be working on a new one uh, for a new company here. Well, and, hopefully uh, this week it'll be done. Right. 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 I'm, I'm, that's I'm a, that's, a, that's, that, that's the initial deadline is is. Before uh, the end of the week, we'll have something going on. Right, right. I'm looking forward to. Uh, Shep loves things. 
We all love things. All right, all those new listeners out there, please hit that follow button. Give us some likes on the way through. Uh, We've got... uh, we're just having an amazing time with all our fans out there uh, for the Pulse. Uh, thank you guys for everything that you guys do for us. And uh, we're still holding uh, number one out there, which uh, I am grateful for all you guys and what you guys do for us. Uh, we're going to cut to a quick music break here and uh, give yourself some time to uh, uh, get some coffee out there. And uh, Shep's in the room with us. Congratulations to Shep as well for being our May uh, fan, uh, our May uh, super fan. And uh, way cool, Shep. Miss Dixie, thank you, my dear, for the gift out there. Uh, We appreciate that. All right. uh, I think we're going to go and uh, let's do a quick music break. We'll be right back. Thank you all for joining us here at The Pulse. Let's do it.
All right, Bart, Shane, and uh, let's, uh, I think we need to do this. Let's, uh, let's do the thing. Here we go. This show brought to you by the awesome crew at Nana Repair, your best friend on the Parks Highway. Now offering Amsoil products and interstate batteries. Oil changes from $99, full synthetic, up to five quarts. A flat got you down, need to deal with your wheels, and the Nana Repairs got you covered. Forging the last frontier, need your vehicle to turn night into day? Moose lights, the Nana Repair has them and installs them. Because in Alaska, if you can't see them, you can't miss them. For vehicle care that's fast and fair, head on down to the Nana Repair. 304 Parks Highway, Nanana, Alaska. Give them a call at 907-832-5800 and tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you. There you go. <laughs> he said the thing. <laughs> Scott, welcome back to the show. Uh, you also got, uh, I was going to pull up, uh, let's see here. Uh, they just changed hours at Clear Sky. I need to throw that out as well. I guess I'm a little bit behind. Are you behind today or is it just me? Just you. Just you? <laughs> oh, let's see here. I'm going to, uh, uh, if I can find it. Now I got the rum jack stuck in my head. Why not, right? Um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm finding, I'm looking. Okay, let's go ahead and do that real quick. Let's uh let's get them out as well. Um doo -doo -doo, we can do that. The clear sky Sing it, Scott. Here we go. This show brought to you by the good people at Clear Sky Lodge. New hours. That's right, they got new hours. First of all, uh Monday through Wednesday, three PM to ten PM. Thursday through Sunday is now 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, make sure you check out their Wednesday food specials, uh, Tuesday taco night as well tonight. And uh, just remember, open seven days a week. Uh, got more questions for them? Check them out. Uh, give them a call, 907-582-2251. Also, the pool tournament is happening this Friday. So there you go. Uh, have Scott sing it live. <laughs> There you go, uh, Scott. You got your you got your guitar handy. No, I there don't actually. Not right now, you know, I'd have to go yeah. get it. <laughs> that was pretty cool when you did the live thing. It was it was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> have to clear sky lodge. No one will ever forget that tune. You know that uh, <laughs> makes you smile. It makes you smile. It really does. Our our little plugs out there, they make you smile, and you're never gonna forget them. I know I never will uh we we got some uh we got some work to do on this new one i mean uh we got uh we got some big shoes to fill to to uh top our other ones i i know that uh it's all good all right exactly i actually uh me and susie went there the other night and had steak dinner and it's awesome as ever i know uh we do shep put out there we need more jingles in our life uh <laughs> thank you bart bart says we set the bar pretty high scott uh when it comes to jingles we're gonna have fun with the new one all right scott uh you ready to do this 
Yeah. So what I wanted to do since we did our four hour breaking news show on, on the uh, Wagner's group excursion and mutiny going towards Moscow, I wanted to break down how the biggest events occurred and where we're at right now as quickly as possible in the most condensed form. So I think where we'll start is the first instinct that something was getting a little crazy here. Okay. Was, was an announcement that was made from this group. So this group is, uh, Russia's national anti-terrorism committee. Okay. They initiated a criminal case against the Wagner group founder, uh, Pergozin over incitement to an armed rebellion. So that's where this all started. Now, if we're going we will use, we'll use kind of local U S time as a, as a timeline. This yeah. actually was announced Friday afternoon. Mm, okay. So, so this is where it all starts. Yeah. Right. So they, yeah. they found out that the Wagner group was unsettled, right. And was accusing the Russian military of essentially attacking them and that they were on the move to go after the ministry of defense. So the first major response was this right here was this national anti-terrorism committee, uh, making this announcement that they were basically going to open a criminal case against the Wagner group's founder. Correct. Yeah. So the next major thing as the Wagner group is moving into Russia, we had a speech. Now we covered that speech live. Right. Correct. We were on air before it even happened. We already knew something was going to get pretty crazy here. So Putin had given his speech. I was going to see if I actually still had um, the image from that speech. I don't know if I do. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yep. I do. The very, very uh if you remember he was his very face. like yeah like very stressed looking image right. of him during the speech yeah so, um that's that was from that speech so during that speech putin condemns the wagner's armed rebellion says russia will defend itself and repel this move um we had uh so the wagner group uses telegram as their main form of communication right and in that account, um, the account said that Putin had had made the wrong choice right after this this speech, right, and that Russia would soon have a new president. Yeah, so it was just the threats kind of escalated essentially. Um, yeah, the president was deeply mistaken about the betrayal of the motherland. We are all patriots of our homeland. We have fought and are fighting. And no one is going to surrender at the request of the president, the FSB, or anyone like that. And that was from the leader, Pergozin, the head of the Wagner group. So that was the response to his speech. Yeah. So we'll kind of move along here and kind of give what the, I would say, probably the next big event was. Um, sorry, I'm scrolling here. Oh, so, so basically it's pretty much how it ended. 
We had the Wagner group marching towards Moscow. They said, I, I, I did see a number. So 50 Wagner group soldiers died. Right. I haven't heard a number about how many people died in Russia. But and how many soldiers uh, the Wagner group also said, because they shot down, what, four helicopters and then one cargo plane. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, they Wagner group did put out a statement that they did that in defense. So that's just what they're saying. Yeah. So the next thing that came out was the how this all ended. And. I've noticed that there's a lot of confusion on how it all ended. Um, and I get that because it kind of doesn't really, it's almost like it's lackluster to be right. Fair. Um, so basically what happened is Putin and, and, uh, Lukashenko and, uh, Prozoan, uh, the the leader of the Wagner group, they got together and they made a deal and yeah. it was successful. Right. So the idea is that the Wagner group itself in its rebellious current state is now moved and okay to reside in Belarus. Right. And the soldiers from the Wagner group that weren't part of the rebellion or the mutiny were able to be enlisted into the Russian military. So now here's, we we're going to go with some back and forth. So, uh, after that deal was made, Putin and Lukashenko were to make statements. Putin's statement was a very, very short address. And that's a, the last image I posted is from that image, from that statement. Right. Um, uh, Putin, uh, says that the mutiny organizers are traitors. But Wagner fighters can either sign contracts with the D Russian defense ministry or leave for Belarus. Um, Lukashenko, who had announced that he was going to make a statement after Putin, decided that he was not going to. And that doesn't have any weight or bearing. So, so don't look too much into that. So then we have, um, then the next news that came out, was Russia has dropped those charges. Oh, correct. So, and to give you, I probably should have given a little bit of more timeline. So when he, uh, Putin did the second statement after the deal, um, that was, that was uh, yesterday around noon. Yeah. So... This ended Saturday morning. Basically, yes. Is when that deal was made. So about 24 hours later is when the state the second statement was released. Yeah. So um and then he came out yesterday afternoon. And actually it wasn't yesterday afternoon. It was uh was that this morning? It was actually I think this morning. Yeah, that was this morning. So that was like, yeah, I'm showing two o'clock our time that Russia yeah. has announced that they will drop all charges against Wagner chief uh, Eugenie uh, uh, Prigozhin. So now, that yeah. is where we currently stand with all this. 
and it's it's mm-hmm. weird. Bart Bart put out there because when we were doing the live broadcast of it, you know, he was he was marching balls to the wall. He was doing everything he said he was gonna do. And the only missing thing that he said literally on the air or any of his thing is uh we're gonna kick ass and or take names or chew bubblegum and I'm all out of bubblegum. He was going balls to the wall. He was uh Bart put it out there, can you take a shot at the king, miss and expect to live very long? That's what's gonna be interesting right now. Uh well, since the Wagner group has been disbanded, I it's uh, Scott, correct me if I'm wrong. They they've said that it's been disbanded. Do you really think that they're gonna disband it or they think that it's gonna come up under something else? It is disbanded. Correct. Well, who controls it? Right. The the Russian fe- Federation controls the Wagner group. Correct. Correct. They threw a mutiny and they did so the Russian so the Russian government has the last say. They got the last if the Wagner Wagner group exists. Yeah. They own it. They own that yeah. group. So if they say it's gone, it's gone. It's done. There's no discussion. There's nothing else. Right. He he has uh there there's rough estimates of how many guys actually did go to Belarus. Some say it's about five thousand. Yeah, that was. I've the heard estimate. up to I've heard I've heard up to eight. Yeah, and then I've heard about half is the the estimate I keep hearing has already enlisted in the Russian Defense Ministry. Yeah. So. That is kind of where this story is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, it was really interesting to, to do the live show on that and, and bust it through. I was thinking about that music that they were playing on their March. Do you remember what they were playing? Oh, they do it all the time. They do it every day. Yeah. They do, do, uh, they do, uh, PMC Wagner does, um, war songs. I was telling you, they do like 80 posts a day. Right. They're extremely active in, in Russian social media. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they have tons of it today. Yeah. Uh, see? I mean, it's out there. We were kind of busting out. Uh, Bart put out there, he also lost his recruiting. Didn't he used to recruit from Russian prisons? I I think that was... Uh, yeah, the, the, the prison population loves him. Right. They were rioting when this was going on, if you remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, the the yeah, one of the major federal prisons there in Russia had a full on riot, and they were afraid that they were going to break loose and <laughs> right you know, kick some ass, you know. <laughs> right. I mean, and there's still no no words or confirmation of. Uh, now, you and I talked about it, but uh, one of the things that we talked about was the nuclear arms depot that they uh, that they captured. I don't know. I right. saw BS on it, but I don't know. It's not confirmed or anything. Someone actually asked me about it last night and asked if they got away with any of the nuclear arms. And uh, there's speculation out there, but nothing nothing's in concrete out there, just to let you know. Unless you saw anything on it, Scott. I didn't. No. No. Yeah. Garbage. Speculation. Garbage. All righty. Well, there's your uh, 
there's a kind of your sum up for right now. I I don't foresee this as ended yet. Um, I see for ended, you know, that the mutiny is ended, but the the story will be ongoing. I'm sure there's going to be other stuff popping up on it. All righty, uh, Scott, what else you got there? Well, like I said earlier, um, and I just posted a picture of it in the chat. So the U.S. has released the declassified report on the COVID origins, and it is readily available for anyone who wants to dig into the report. There, I mean, there are things that are redacted, but the flow of the whole document is fairly um, transparent. That's the way I'll yeah. put it. Yeah. Um, and, and so if you're, you're actually interested in this and you want to read the document, I mean, you, you may go through and go, oh, they're not giving me all the, inf-. like, but at the same time, I think it's better than I, what I expected. So, um, I'm not, I'm not mad at it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, a strange way they, uh, the, these people who were tasked to sit in between Joe Biden and the rest of us to do this, uh, at the DNI, um, they, I think they kind of did a decent job for as politically insane this country is right now with this stuff. Right. So, so I just okay. did want to kind of, kind of mention that. Yeah. Okay. I haven't looked at it yet. So, um, yeah, there's yeah. some black bars, but you'll notice that a lot of the black bars are at the beginning of like paragraphs. Was it just naming? And, Most of it was just naming. Yeah. Sources. Right. Right. So yeah. they're just not giving you the source, but they're giving you what the source said. So right. is that really all that bad? Like, no. isn't that kind of how we should, you know, protect people a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, it's always the joke. Like they, that the U S just releases pages filled with black bars. Right. Uh, <laughs> like the alien thing we went through. <laughs> Those black right. bars have been removed. <laughs> no, nah, I'm with you. I'm totally with you on that. All righty. Uh, let's see here. You, you so got more. I did have on. a, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I did yeah. have um, a hey, follow Paul, up be, because I did. Uh, mentioned this before. Do you remember I was talking about how, you know, they've got the the left leaning liberal party that's in Germany. Right. And they're like pushing for like, you know, they're turning off the nuclear plants and they make these like really blanketed statements that like have no basis in reality about energy consumption while they, they have threatening winners and high energy costs. And it's like everything they do seems to make sure that that stays the same there right. or gets worse. So for the first time, a, a district has now flipped in Germany. The right-wing AFD party wins its first ever district election after rising in polls nationwide in Germany in recent weeks. So we're seeing a, a change of politics in Germany. So 
just uh, yeah, kind of kind of keep an eye on it. We've t- I've talked about it enough where we'll we'll see what happens here. But yeah, yeah, th- man, they're they've had some do nothing presidents, and um, they're basically their parliament, I believe, as they call it, is extremely out in outer space right, right. now. So yeah. the, if anything, add a little bit of balance to it and get some 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 people who want to actually do their job and not just, you know, I don't know. Like they're they're just it's almost like they're just trying to win brownie points. Right. With with right. the with the green parties and everything yeah. else. So <laughs> now I get it. Uh let's see here. Uh what did uh what did Rocky say? Uh Sweden is dumping coal fired power plants for nuke power plants. That sounds like a good idea. Right. Yeah. They uh they actually uh they tried to close one of our power plants here in Alaska. Yeah, it's actually here in our borough. Uh they were thinking about shutting down uh uh GVEA, which is Golden Valley Electric, which is here in the Denali borough, and it is cold coal fired. But they realized what it would do basically to you know, just the members that it, that it supports here in Alaska. And they went, Nope. And it got voted down real quick. Let's see here. Well, I, I live in a, a giant city that a lot of our power comes from generators. Right. So it's not, not exactly like, (laughs) (laughs) That, that efficient right as bad as coal fire plant i mean it's like one step up right the thing with coal fire plant though is that if you're trying to produce a hell of a lot of energy right um there's i mean it's not better than n- nuclear but right uh it's it's easy to do it's easy to produce a hell of a lot like a lot of the power that, so we make, I can't remember the number always fluctuates anyway, but well, I know at one point, like it was like 40% of the power in Arizona was sold off to California. Right. Out of Palo Verde. And it, right? Wasn't uh, it? No, no, no. that okay. that's part of it. But the big one that is almost like almost a hundred at one time was almost a hundred percent. California was yeah. the Navajo. Oh. Navajo uh, power power station generating which is, station, which yes. is just freaking. It's coal, right? It's nasty burning coal, and I know that they have other ways of producing energy there, and I don't think that's um, uh, you know, prolific. I guess you could say anymore. I don't know if those numbers are as high, and and that place is as disgusting as it used to be, but um, yeah, that that is a thing. I, I get it. Why we, we make a lot of money selling power to California. So right, right. Uh, they got to power those vehicles. You know. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that out there. <laughs> we'll have coal and steam powered uh, vehicles again shortly. Just do watch. All right, what else you got rolling there? Well, I've got a I've got a poll that's interesting um, that has to do with Mr. Biden. Really? So, yeah. Okay. Um, 
I thought you were going to say, uh, I thought you were going to say Kamala Harris too, but, no. uh, yeah, let's hear, let's hear the Biden poll. If I get, sorry, if I get back to it. So roughly two thirds of Americans say they have concerns about Biden's mental and physical ability to serve a second term. Hmm. And that is actually the poll. Yeah was by NBC. Oh, you're kidding me. So I'm assuming that NBC's polling is heavily democratic. Right. I, I right. it swings that way. So yeah. yeah. So, and they're not making a, a, a big deal about this, but if you've got, you know, even if it's one out of two, uh, Democrats are like, and I don't know about that guy. He seems pretty, messed up i don't know what to say right <laughs> if you're coming out swinging batting 500 you know what i mean <laughs> i mean and there's a, are there, there are, yeah there's yeah. a lot of people out there who think biden is perfectly fine yeah uh oh, well, you want to talk let's talk let's talk about that one third let, let's let's do let's, it here's the other one because i think uh i think we we saw um we saw in uh, Seattle and New York over the weekend, we saw a third of those people showing their true colors. So let's, let me, let me send this to you. Okay. This is just. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Uh... So let's, uh, let's start with the, let's start with the top one. The top one's in New York. Yeah. So this is a New York city drag marchers chant. We're coming for your children. Why don't we go ahead and play that clip? Okay, let me go ahead and play it now. Here we go. Wow, Scott. You got to be kidding me. Right. And then, so that was in New York and then we can go out and you can click the one on the bottom there. So at the Seattle pride, adults riding bikes expose their genitals in front of a crowd, including young children. Yeah. They're and, all nude on bicycles. How come I did see that? Okay. Let me go ahead. And so I don't know if there's any substantial audio here, but I, I don't know. Oh, unbelievable. They're just riding down the street on bicycles, swinging their willies. You gotta be kidding me. There is, there's kids on the sidewalk. Yes, absolutely, Shep. Apparently, uh, indecent exposure laws do not apply. Uh, Scott, I got nothing, man. What the hell? Right. I, I, unbelievable, unbelievable. And this is okay in America right now. Save it is there in those places is perfectly fine. Yeah. 
unbelievable. I I just uh <laughs> they should have been arrested. Uh I absolutely agree with you, Miss Dixie. I mean, what a shit show. This is this is what we're turning into right now. Yeah. I mean, them chanting, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. Right. What the hell? Well, you have to remember that New York is not a city that has any concern about children whatsoever. If you live in Manhattan, you basically, as if you're a good parent who has to live in Manhattan, you shelter that kid and you pay out of your ass to keep him sheltered. Yeah. When you live there, private schools, making sure that, you know, the child's not roaming around anywhere. Um, right. That's just the way it is. Um, but, you know, so I don't, it's not super surprising that, you know, that that kind of thing was going on. Right. Right. And just letting it happen. Right. I don't see a cop anywhere in that crowd. In no. the crowds, directing anything, nothing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, man. <laughs> There's, uh, man. Okay, Scott. Thanks well, for that. I needed that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's actual news so i mean right that's, it is that's what was going on this weekend right no one's covering so, that for some reason i wonder why <laughs> unbelievable i don't get it i don't get it at all all right well if you want to if you want to mess with yourself uh look up boston uh man found dead for children Have you seen that? No, I've not. Okay, I, I don't. I don't have it queued. Um, it's like one of those stories. It's like so freaking horrific. Um, it is. Four children found inside a South Boston apartment yelling for help over the weekend are now in state custody after city officials said first responders also found a dead body, drugs, sex toys, and six other adults in filthy conditions, blah, 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 blah. What the, I... Let's see. Like there was one point in America where a story like that would have have caused absolute freaking outrage. So basically there's this group of six or seven guys that somehow have children. Yeah. And, and, um, they are, um, one of them died from a drug overdose, but they were like, it was like, they were kind of like a transgender kind of party crew, all guys. Right. Yeah. And they were like, you know, banging each other, doing drugs and God knows what with these four children 
that none of the men knew who their parents were. Right. Like right. locked in a room in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Rambler like said it's he, such a, he was reading it yesterday. Horrific yeah. story. That's like so many questions and you will not get any answers. Right. Yeah. yeah like you said, Scott, in back in the day you read something like that there would be outrage you know instead it's just like oh they they got it just just another one of those hell holes that we uncovered i mean it's like literally like exactly like a like like a john wayne gacy kind of like out in the open yeah it's like really bizarre i i i i scary it's just scary yeah it really is uh shep and it wasn't me <laughs> uh uh you're uh, someone's getting called out shep's calling you out well, i don't, I don't you know. care i know <laughs> oh man uh yeah basically bart it's just being shoved under the rug i don't know yeah that's that's exactly what they're doing it i was trying to even see who was covering it okay all local people did yeah in the The boston Boston area people knew about it yeah the boston people did the boston.com nbc boston the boston herald and uh the boston globe is basically who called you know basically covered it but yeah okay right unbelievable unbelievable what is this oh that's a no that's a garbage uh rag newspaper okay no that's about it no i did not even see that one i did not even see that one scott um (laughs) Uh, Shep said he's not calling you out He says I'm smoking a cig (laughs) All right uh, What else you got there Scott Well you know I I purposely don't get into the drama That goes on between DeSantis Florida and Disney But I did find This article Very uh, Interesting So there was a headline I saw that said that was titled the magic is over at Disney. And I read into this because this is talking about the health of the company itself. Okay. The magic is over. The media giant has suffered losses nearing 900 million on the last three movies that they have come out with. Talk about hemorrhaging. What are the last... uh, Someone was actually talking about this one. We'll go ahead and go through them. So so we'll talk about those three movies because that's actually what this story really is. So we'll we'll start here with the first one. I'll throw in the chat. Um, So this is uh, the Buzz Lightyear movie. So that was... The new Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, that was the first one that was unable to recover its production costs. Okay. That came out in 2022, right? The end of 2020 year. Uh, they called right. it Light Year, I think is what yes. it was called. 
Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. And then the next one that was unable to recover mm -hmm. was this one. The Little Mermaid. Oh, the remake of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that that one did not do well. And then this last one that just came out where I actually know of an adult that took their kid to go yeah. see this. And they just told me it was, uh, it was an awful movie. Like they and just said, it just wasn't good. Just wasn't good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was strange. Like yeah, it shows it in the background, but I can't read it. But, yeah, it is Strange World. Yeah, Strange World. Strange um, World? Other movies that have also not made production cost have been Thor, Love and Thunder, Black okay. Panther's Wakanda Forever, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantunium, Quantumania, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh, hmm. and another movie called elemental the these eight movies cost 2.75 billion to make and they have only brought in 1.86 billion mm. strange world lost 197 million and lightyear lost 106 Wow. Those are, those are the top. <laughs> That's a tough one to recover from, especially if you're you're betting on the uh just the parks to make that back, right? I mean right. and the and the and the no one has money to go to the parks. The parks have had dismal uh attendance in recent times. Yeah. Uh huh. compared like you know, if they have like a medium line, right? Every right. things are in about the medium line, but they're yeah. not like they're not getting like a summer spike like that they would like to get and like you know things like that. But right. yeah, I did, did think it was pretty interesting. <laughs> wow, I didn't know they were dumping that hard. I I I really didn't. I I had no idea. Yeah, it's real. Huh. Okay. And, uh, wow. Don't expect anything good from them coming out for a while. Right. <laughs> right. Well, they've, they're, they've basically painted themselves. I mean, ho hopefully they'll figure it out. It's not like Disney doesn't yeah. have a recipe book that they could literally just pull off the shelf and make the same story all again. Like they have been since the beginning of that company. Right. Right. You know, they have they have tried and true recipes that make everybody love their movies. These movies that all these movies I just mentioned do not have that. And if you know, who knows? Maybe it's too late. I, I don't have no idea. But um, I can tell you that there's a lot of people who are just downright Disney hardcore fans. Right. And I'm sure that they've been kind of lackluster in the last year. Yeah. Uh, Bart put out there, is it just post COVID thing where everyone is streaming and not going to the theaters or is it part of the woke thing? Well, I gotta say, 
Um, me and Susie went to go see, uh, what was it, two weeks ago? Scott, I told her we went to the movies. When we went and saw the opening, uh, well, second day, we went and saw um, Transformers. And the theater was packed in Fairbanks. So, I mean, I've got to say, and I, you know one thing i got to say, it's not cheap to go to the movie theater anymore. It's really not. If you if you go there, you're gonna you're gonna drop. You know if you're if there's two people and you're going to a comfort, I say this a comfort movie theater with all the garbage you you, you know candy garbage this and that, you're gonna drop a cool hundred bucks, you know just to go to the movie theater. I mean, so it's not exactly you know the cheapest thing in the world. Uh, you oh, it's know, cheap here, I can tell you that. It, well, certain theaters yeah. it is right um no no the major theaters aren't really all that expensive here really yeah huh. it's super cheap here <laughs> uh, the yeah. harkins the last time i was at the harkins they yeah. they were doing like free refills really and they had a buy three buy buy three like pack with uh yeah. like candy yeah it was like which it was like 12 bucks. I was like 12 bucks. You could buy any of the three box candies. Yeah. And that's a pretty decent deal. Cause they're normally a little bit more than that. Yeah. So it's even docs. I mean, I know, I know it's, I mean, it's still worth it to go to the dollar store and load up, load up mom's purse or girlfriend's load purse, up but. your purse, your merce. <laughs> right. Wearing cargo shorts <laughs> with extra pockets. Uh, <laughs> no, I I get it. Um, they actually have a thing here where you can buy. Uh, I think Susie said it was like thirty bucks a month, uh, per person, and you get unlimited movies here, whether it's new or not, which is kind of cool. I thought that was kind of interesting. You know, I haven't looked at, but we only go every so often. You know, most of the stuff we do, uh, I yeah, I admit it, we're one of those stream at home people. So, uh, Rocky says he rarely goes to the movies. Last time was six years ago. They had movies back then, Rocky? Nah, just teasing you. All right, uh, I hear stuff going on. What What do you got, Scott? Well, it's nothing to do with news. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Are we slowly a, winding down? A story that broke on Sunday yeah. caught my attention because I didn't hear anything else about it. Um, okay. So this was like a, a major uh, ground stop that was issued in D.C. Yeah. I um, didn't hear it. Right. Yeah. So there was a major ground stop issued. So the FAA had issued a ground stop for all D.C. area airports due to a fire at the Potomac Consolidated Terminal Radar Approach Control, also known as TRACON. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no no one mentioned anything about this. I just thought I would mention it. It sounded kind of interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I noticed, uh, did you notice the, uh, have you checked flights recently? Flight prices again? No. They're starting to come down. They're starting to float down a little bit. This is what happens when no one buys them. 
Exactly. They shoved I, I, it. And that's, that's why I, that's why I really didn't want to like cover that play by play because I knew eventually. Eventually they were going to eat the big bag of them and going to have to drop their prices to get people to fly again. Yeah. It jumped up 40% and then all of a sudden, yeah, we're backgrounded again. Uh, no, this is, uh, from what I understand, there was actually a fire at the terminal. And this is like yeah. some, like, yeah, like government division. Like, this is like a, like, yeah, a high military area. And it grounded the entire Maryland. What What's the other state there? It's Maryland. Uh, Maryland and what's uh, Virginia? Virginia. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Communication power panels were, were caught fire. Um, uh, backup system did turn on, but they decided to ground everything. Reagan national, Baltimore, Washington, Richmond. Um, no takeoffs were allowed. Um, yeah. I mean, this was actually like, halted a lot of the traffic in the country right so yeah big time big time yeah it probably was the aliens uh <laughs> you know what i had a lot of fun doing that alien show we did scott <laughs> yeah I mean, there's more maybe, stuff maybe. coming out too we, we ought to take a look at that again maybe we'll revisit the aliens again uh especially with july 4th coming up and and the good old uh the good old roswell july well, the, 4th. The, the last one is we had that former intelligence official right right uh, that came and, out and said that that he has evidence right that the right. u.s has retrieved uh craft of non-human origin right that was the that was the, the last the last big alien news story that, and then it just I saw come through yeah yeah then that was that was uh last month right no 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 that was this month sorry it is this month. It was at the beginning of this month yeah right right and then all of a sudden stuff just disappeared amazing how that works all righty well we're coming up on a couple hours here uh i know we got some stuff to go through tomorrow uh along with some follow-ups that are hitting us as well um if it wasn't for uh me and uh oh ships uh Ships got matinee prices happening on Tuesdays. There you go. Yeah. So most of the theaters that and almost everywhere in the country, if you go at when they open, you go yeah. to the first showing of the movie. Yeah. I mean, there's a theater here. It's like, I can't remember what major one it is, but it's a major one. Movies are like five bucks. Right. Well, you can say whatever you want. Dollar, still, dollar theater still there over in, uh, over at Superstition, over in Mesa. I have, I have no idea. I have no idea. But that one. one of the, I can't remember the name of it, but the, we have that one matinee here. They have yeah. a chair that is like four, maybe five feet wide. Really? It's like a baby love seat. Yeah. Right? And. Yeah there's all these like compartments on it. So you could put your popcorn in this container and then you put your drinks and you could, even if you want, you could have a table kind of come over and right. like slide on top of you a little bit. And there's waitresses. 
Really? Yeah. And and guess how much movie prices are there? How much? Maybe 15 bucks. Is that the one that um, I think Hanny J was talking about it? Right. There's one right. over there and, that that's like really, you know, kind of really upscale, but it's really not that expensive. You can order mixed cocktails and beers. Right. That's the one she was talking about. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's uh, it's cheap. And it's cheap. It's like you, you said a hundred bucks. Like, yeah, you maybe if you take two people there, I don't think you get to a hundred bucks even at that place in Tucson. Right. Yeah, Tucson's cheap for that stuff. And they're all major theaters. We don't have dollar theaters here. Right. Um, you know, but yeah, when I lived in Phoenix, if you remember, there was also one that was like I-17 and Bell. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, like not even joke, like like whatever the price of the movie was, it was like non-existent. It was basically like you're watching the movie for free. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it's just ridiculously cheap. And they had a great arcade at the at the dollar theater. So right, right. Now I was just thinking about that. There was the one at the Superstition Springs in Mesa that was a buck. You know, you could go there and uh, do it up pretty good. And it usually the the movies that were out were the ones that had just left the theater. You know, the the major theaters, I should say. You know, they run them, what, a week, two weeks, something like that? What do they run the movies? A couple weeks, and then they roll over, you know, into those cheaper theaters. But it was actually <clears throat> it was actually pretty cool because if you really didn't know if you wanted to see the movie or not, it was worth it to go spend a buck. Well, you know? the one that was up there in North Phoenix had this thing where it was uh, half of the theater was old movies. <clears throat> oh, so, okay. Like they did, they did, they did a back to the future marathon and they still had three screens doing all three movies. Oh, okay. Like they would do that just for fun. Also yeah. too, in Tucson, we have two things that are unusual. We have the loft movie theater, which the loft movie theater has like, they play cool ass movies. They play all the yeah. cult films. And in the summertime, because kids are off, they do studio right. Ghibli stuff. So they roll through like every week or two, they roll through a different studio Ghibli movie. That's pretty cool. And then the other thing, I can't remember the name of it right now, but we have one of the biggest video stores in the country in Tucson. And it is amazing. It is such really? a fun place. Yeah. You go, you get free popcorn if you go. So if you go to the, <laughs> the, the video store, they, there, there's a popcorn machine. You can, you grab a, a container, little popcorn uh, bag thing and fill up popcorn and go walk around and watch the movies. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, stuff like that, Shep, like they play like Rocky horror and you know, they'll have right. like a Rocky horror, like, like, uh, like Friday nights and Saturday nights and stuff. They do a really, really good job. I actually am uh, friends with somebody's wife who uh, does all of her volunteer work for that movie theater here in Tucson. And they, they, it's really cool. Um, it's one of those places that you really hope never has to go out of business. Right. Cause it's right. so unique. Interesting. <laughs> oh, but, it, but I, but I gotta go, I got my one o'clock bell and I need, right. I need to get out of here today. I gotta go work. So. Okay. We can do that. 
All righty, everyone. Thank you for joining us here. Uh, there's a quick call from Shep coming in. Uh, Shep, uh, let's see. Uh, he must have clicked it on accident. All right. I want to thank everyone for joining us here today at the Pulse Headline News. That's right. We're back. Uh, Going to be running Tuesday through Friday, 10 a.m. Alaska time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's been a great day today. I'm glad we got to follow up with uh, some of the Russian stuff. Uh, like I said, it's probably not over of course, but uh, we're going to get some interesting stuff coming in. Uh, oh, thanks, Shep. He pocket dialed me. Uh, thank you, Bart. And uh, uh, it's just, I'm, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back with the headline news as well. Granted, I love the chill shows, but, uh, you know, I, I dig our news show. All right, uh, Scott, you got some uh, final words for the day for everyone out there? Hey, Scott, you may have to boogie there. Oh, I'm here. Well, you want to give some final words? You know. Uh, let me think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had one. I actually saved this one. Did so, you? This okay. is from Napoleon. Oh, really? The short guy with the complex. Go ahead. The, the world suffers a lot, not because of the violence of bad people, but the silence of good people. Wow. That's kind of actually insightful. <laughs> Where'd you dig up that crap at? You reading again? <laughs> That's pretty good, Scott. I'll give you that one. I will give you that one. All right. Uh, I got some final words for the day. You know what? Do some good for others. It'll come back in unexpected ways. And also, do me a favor, take time every day to appreciate what you have out there. There's a lot of shit shows going on out there. And uh, you know what? Uh, I can honestly say I wake up and look for the blessings in my life every day just to give myself a smile. I want to thank everyone for joining us here today. I want to thank those in the room. Paul G., Humble Dog, Miss Dixie, uh, Rambler's in here as well. We got Rocky Raccoon. We got Barton here. Uh, we got Shepherds in here, Doc's in here. Uh, we got Mr. Irish, Nana Rick's in here as well. We got Tex Galdana, uh, Shane the Bald Guy. By the way, how'd that, uh, Shane, how'd that, uh, that bracket turn out, man? I was waiting, I was waiting for an update on that. We'll have to do that, get an update from you. Uh, thank you, brother, for being here. All those else that are in here, uh, that I missed, I want to thank you guys all for joining us here at the Pulse. And let's go ahead and roll this thing out. All righty. Like I said, thank you all for joining us here at the Pulse Headline News. We'll be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. Alaska time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Me and Scott will be rolling through it again. Uh, Rocky, thank you as well, brother. Good to have you here. Dude, Sean, thank you, sir. Be a great day. Been a great day. All right. Also, some podcasts out there. Got some stuff happening. Tomorrow morning, got the old man's podcast, 6 a.m. Alaska time, 10 a.m. Eastern. Coming up later tonight, 6 p.m. Alaska time, 10 p.m. Eastern. Got the outside of normal out there rolling with his overnight podcasting. We also got uh, the Chef Shack. Thank you, Chef. Chef's rolling with it. He's throwing out some shows out there as well. Uh, Humble Dog's in the room. Give him a click and a like as well. Uh, Humble Dog, great job. 
on uh, getting those shows out there, brother. Uh, Hanny J throwing out some TRL shows. We got Caps, our brother from across the ponds, KAPZ. Make sure you check him out as well. It's been a great day here at the Pulse. Glad to be back to doing some headline news. Uh, let's see here. Got some great plugs out there. Thank you, Bart. Yeah, we're still sitting at number one out there. All because of you guys. Pretty awesome. Damn awesome. <laughs> I got one more song for you guys on the way out. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to stick with this uh, genre after throwing out a little bit of the rum jacks out there. From myself, Denali Burrow Brett, along with, uh, Den- uh, you know, that guy. He's the short guy at the other end doing a podcast with no pants on. Tucson Scott. <laughs> our executive producer miss Susie. uh it's been a great day here thank you guys we'll check you guys uh tomorrow morning like i said uh 10 a.m alaska time 2 p.m eastern we'll be back this show brought to you by the great people at uh clear sky lodge and nana repair and soon one more to be jumping out they are with us but uh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna you know spoil it for you thank all those other uh supporters out there that support the show that want to be unnamed we appreciate everything you do want to find out more about us or more ways to help support the show check our website out go to pulsealaska.com and uh you can check out all the stuff out there doc thank you for joining as well uh it's been a great day here i got one more song for you on the way out we'll see you guys all out on the bean be safe and be kind out there.
That's all, folks.